0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. The chapter I'm about to read has a really interesting story in it. It concerns Miriam, Moses' older sister, and Aaron, Moses' older brother, coming to Moses and essentially protesting that he had married someone that the Bible calls a Cushite wife. And so this story, um, you may recall that Miriam, his older sister, is the one that went to Pharaoh's sister in the early part of the book of Exodus when Moses had been floated in the basket and suggested that um, Moses' mother be the one to nurse him, his natural mother be the one to nurse him, although Miriam didn't uh, explain that she was the natural mother. So Miriam was kind of watching out for Moses when he was a little boy, and uh, Aaron is also a little older than Moses, so his, his two older siblings are involved in this drama. And I don't know about you, friends, but I have an older brother and an older sister, and I counsel a lot of people. There is often something afoot between siblings. The youngest normally is not treated with a lot of respect by the older siblings. And by that I mean that you'll always be the little brother, you'll always be the little sister if you have older siblings. So in this case, we have the biblical record of um, Moses' older sister and older brother coming against him because of his Cushite wife. So listen now as I read Numbers chapter 12. Miriam and Aaron began to talk against Moses because of his Cushite wife, for he had married a Cushite. Has the Lord spoken only through Moses, they asked? Hasn't he also spoken through us? And the Lord heard this. Now Moses was a very humble man, more humble than anyone else on the face of the earth. At once the Lord said to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam, Come out to the tent of meeting, all three of you. So the three of them went out. Then the Lord came down in a pillar of cloud. He stood at the entrance to the tent and summoned Aaron and Miriam. When the two of them stepped forward, he said, Listen to my words. When there's a prophet among you, I, the Lord, reveal myself to them in visions. I speak to them in dreams. But this is not true of my servant Moses. He is faithful in all of my house. With him I speak face to face, clearly and not in riddles. He sees the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? The anger of the Lord burned against them, and he left them. When the cloud lifted from above the tent, Miriam's skin was leprous. It became as white as snow. Aaron turned toward her and saw that she had a defiling skin disease. And he said to Moses, Please, my Lord, I ask you not to hold against us the sin we have so foolishly committed. Do not let her be like a stillborn infant coming from its mother's womb with its flesh half eaten away. So Moses cried out to the Lord, Please, God, heal her. The Lord replied to Moses, If her father had spit in her face, would she not have been disgraced for seven days? Confine her outside of the camp for seven days, and after that she can be brought back. So Miriam was confined outside of the camp for seven days, and the people did not move on until she was brought back. After that, the people left Hezaroth and encamped at the desert of Paran. Now this story uh, is interesting and cryptic for a lot of a lot of reasons. Well, first, the first verse says, Miriam and Aaron began to talk against Moses. And so notice Miriam is listed first. And our assumption is from the results that Miriam was the ringleader in this little um, palace revolt. And so they began to talk against Moses specifically because of his quote-unquote Cushite wife because he had married a Cushite. Now, so what is a Cushite? Is this referring... To um, his wife that he had married way back in the beginning of Exodus, is this the same wife or is this a new wife? We don't know. Um, commentators have various opinions on who this woman was, whether she was a second wife, whether Moses' first wife was also considered to be a Cushite. Some scholars say that as well. But the term Cushite could imply that she was from the area of Africa known as Cush, and therefore she was uh, more black than woman than Semitic-looking woman. And so it could have been some racial implications in this. They didn't like the fact that he had married a non-Semitic-looking woman. Perhaps they felt that they could use this as a wedge against Moses because he had somehow married outside of the approved group. But whatever the case, they came against Moses and they used this as an excuse to come against him. And they said something not related to the Cushite wife. In verse 2, They said, has the Lord spoken only through Moses? Hasn't he also spoken through us? And so they were saying, we're prophets too, Moses. You know, Miriam had been called a prophet in Exodus. Aaron obviously was the high priest. He heard from God. And so they said, hasn't the Lord also spoken through us? Just like you, Moses. In other words, we're just as good as you are. Why do you think that you you should be the leader? Besides that, this is not in the text. We're your older brother and sister. But there was a problem. The Bible says the Lord heard this. And so the Lord was very upset. Now, there's what I believe as an insertion of verse. Verse 3, I believe, was inserted by Joshua or someone else. I don't believe this was penned by Moses. But the verse says, Now Moses was a very humble man, more humble than anyone else on the face of the earth. So my personal opinion is that was written by someone later on. I don't think Moses wrote that himself, even though... The entire book, of course, is one of the books of Moses. But the idea that Moses was humble, more humble than anyone else on the face of the earth. A lot of people have a misconception of humility. He was humble in the traditional sense, but biblically, this word means power under control. In other words, Moses had power and authority delegated to him from the Lord. And by this point in his life, he recognized it. But it was under control. It was under the control of the Lord. It was under the direction of the Lord. He wasn't someone that just flew off the handle. But as a result of this accusation from Miriam and Aaron, the Lord came down and stood outside the tent of meeting and summoned Aaron and uh, Miriam and Moses. And when they all got together, he called the two of them, Aaron and Miriam, forward. And he said, When there's a prophet among you, I, the Lord, reveal myself to them in visions I speak to them in dreams. So let me just stop right there. The Lord is saying that the the typical way a prophet gets prophetic insight under the Old Covenant is through visions and dreams. But he goes on to say in verse 7, This is not true of my servant Moses. He's faithful in all of my house. With him, I speak face to face, clearly and not in riddles. And he goes on to say he sees the form of the Lord. And so not the face of the Lord, but the form of the Lord. This was very, very unusual, very significant, very unique to Moses. I love this expression. I speak to him face to face, clearly and not in riddles. And so he had a an extremely close relationship with the Lord. And the Lord felt like Miriam and Aaron should have known this. He said, why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? And the anger of the Lord burned against them and he left. But immediately when he left, Miriam's skin Was turned leprous. So, once again, our assumption is because she's listed first in verse 1 and because she comes under judgment in verse 10 and following, that she was the ringleader. Aaron begged Moses, Moses, please forgive us. We're so sorry. Um, We foolishly committed this sin against you. Please don't let Miriam die, essentially. So, Moses cried out to the Lord, Lord, please heal her. The Lord replied, Okay. I'm going to heal her, but she's going to be disgraced outside the camp for seven days. And so, friends, as I'm just kind of meditating on this whole chapter, I don't know about you, but I want a relationship with the Lord where I know the Lord face to face. I want to know the Lord says of me, he's faithful in all my house. I want a relationship with the Lord where he doesn't speak to me in riddles, I want a relationship with the Lord where I see the form of the Lord or perhaps even beyond the form, I see the face of Jesus. And so I'm not so anxious for the Lord to vindicate me against my peers, but I am interested in having as intimate a relationship with the Lord as possible. And when we look at the life of Moses, we have to remember that this incredibly intimate relationship was under a lesser covenant than the new covenant. And so, Lord, we just pray and first we we admire And we thank you for the relationship you had with Moses. And Lord, we acknowledge that you said he's faithful in all of my house. Lord, we too want to speak with you face to face. Lord, we too want you to speak to us, not in riddles, but clearly. And Lord, we want to see your form and we want to see your face. We want to know you, Lord. Help us, draw us near. Do whatever is necessary so that we might know you as intimately as you can be known. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.